All right. Good evening. Tonight we're learning Masechah's Gittin Daf Nun Zayin. Not a small amount of material. We have a lot to go through. And we'll be moving at a more rapid click than usual. Let's get started. Uh, we are on the top of Nun Zayin Amad Aleph on the third line. And if you will recall, uh, someone was doing some necromancy to try and find out, this was Unklus Hagera, to whether or not it's reasonable to join the Jewish people. So he had one conversation, as we know, with Titus, and today he pulls up another of the uh, of the, the non-Jewish Nevi'im. Says the Gemara, Azal, Aske Bilam Benegida. He pulled up, this is again, Uncle is speaking to Bilam in Ov, in uh, Necromancy. Who's considered important in the next world? The Jewish people are considered to be the ones who are important. Who should I cling to the Jews? Don't seek out their peace and their goodness at any point. So therefore, we see that Bilam said no. You, what was your punishment, Bilam, in the next world? Amarle, not pleasant, but Sheikh Bazer Rosachas, he was boiled in Sheikh Bazer. After that conversation, which didn't go very well, Unklus then went on to Poshe Israel to be distinguished. Poshe Israel uh, as opposed to Nevi'im, and we will soon see a distinction between them. Amarle, he says to the Poshe Israel, Man Khashibu, Alm, who's considered Khashib in the next world, 10, 12 lines down in Zion, but Aleph, Amarle, Israel, the Jewish people, Maule, Ibuke, but who should I cling to them? Amarle, the Poshe Israel said, Tovasam, Drosh, Rasam, Losidrosh. You should follow their good and not don't do bad with them. Call on because anyone who does bad with them, Kilu Nogeb, Bavas, Eno. It's as if he's poked himself in the eye, poked himself in the pupil. You who was a Poshe Yisrael, what was your punishment? In boiling fecal matter. Anyone who mocks, that is their punishment. And Tachazi, the Gemara shows, those who are general sinners against the Jewish people, the Nevi'i Umas Olam, that the Nevi'i Umas Olam all still said, even though they were pulled up from the next realm, uh, they still said, don't talk, don't don't get close to the Jews. The Poshe Israel saw that that was actually not the correct move, and that really you should get close to the Jewish people. Tanya, the Bryce says, second of the wide lines, a very powerful feeling that Busha is, as we all know, because Barkamsa was the one who was very upset, and when Barkamsa went to go do the Malshinus afterwards, because of his Busha after everything that took place, so we see that a lot uh, came from this Busha, and Kodesh Baruch who seemingly in one way or another supported this busha. That was all story number one about um what was this first story about? This first story was about Kamso Bar Kamsa. And over here, about a quarter of the way down, Atarnagolta, Atarnagolta Kharib Tormalka, that because of a chicken and a hen, the city of Tormalka was destroyed. What is this story? So it says the Gemara, Dahavunahagi, there was a tradition. When a chasna and kala would get married, they bring out a male and female chicken. Have a lot of children. One day, there were some troops of the Romans who were walking by, and the chasna and kala were getting married, and the, the male, male and female chickens were outside. When the Romans took the male, female, and the male chicken, and the Jews flipped out. Naflu alaihu machunhu and they machunhu and they destroyed those people. So Asu Amru Leila Kesar. So people saw what was going on and they went to the Kesar and said the Jewish people have destroyed uh, the Romans. They're up against you. So Mardu Bach Yehudai. That's what they said to the Kesar. So Asa alaihu he came and uh, and approached the Jews. Haba behu. Hahu bar uh, bar de Roma, and we know that there was this particular uh, man from the south, a Jew, to have a kafitz meal of a katzibul. He was extremely fast. Literally, means literally it means he could be kafitz a meal. He could jump a meal, a meal to machlokas. How far a meal? It's actually somewhat close to a mile. 
Machlokas, if it's 2,000 Amos or 4,000 Amos, or whatever the number is, he was a, a very fast runner, and he was able, he was a tremendous warrior, and he could kill people. So the Gemara says, Shakli Kesar the Take, the Caesar took his uh, took off his uh, crown, and he put it on the ground, and he gave a heartfelt tefillah that this guy, who was a good murderer, should not be uh, should not be getting in his way as he kills the Jews. Amar, Ribone de Alma Kule, the master of the world, if it is uh, pleasing to you, don't let that guy uh, touch me. I don't want my whole kingship to fall because of one guy. And uh, because of this heartfelt prayer, this guy who is a bar de Roma, this very fast guy who was a warrior, he slipped up and he said, You, Hashem, doesn't ask it as a question. He says it as a statement. You have forsaken us and you are not going out with our with the legions to help us. So says the Gemara, why is that a slip up? After all, David HaMelech, David Nami Amar Hachi. There's a Pasuk in Tehillim that also seems to indicate that David made a similar comment about the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has forsaken us. So says the Gemara, there was a difference. David, Ismohi Kan Mesama. He had asked it as a rhetorical question. Have you forsaken us? He didn't say, you have forsaken us. He said, have you forsaken us? And that, of course, is a very big difference. What was the punishment of this warrior? This very fast guy who could kill a lot of people, third of the way down. All the basic, he went to the bathroom. Also, Darkona. This is not pleasant. His body was invaded by a snake. Shamte le Karkishe. And it therefore destroyed his innards. And he died. And Omar said the uh, said the Kesar, said the Caesar, because a miracle took place, I'll be nice and I'll let, I'll let the Jewish people go. So all the Romans, they left, even though they had stolen Tarnagol and Tarnagolta and some Romans were killed, but because of the miracle that happened with the tefillah of the Caesar, they left. They finally got back to their regular uh, scenario and because they were saved, these Jews, they went back to the wedding, they were eating, they were drinking, they lit so many candles out of the Ischaze, they were able to see the imprint on the signet from a distance of a meal, meaning there was just a tremendous amount of candles going on and a lot of light. And that was their only form of light. Of course, they had no electricity, obviously. Omar, the Caesar, saw this and said, The Jews are mocking me. They're making fun of me. So it says the Gemara, We came back to the Jewish people. Omar Abbasi, Tlasme Alfe Shlife Saifa, Ailu Litur Malka. 300,000 sword-bearing soldiers entered the city of Turmalka, the Kutluba Tlasa Yome Vitlasa Lilvasa, and they were killing people for three days and for three nights. An awful desecration. And says the Gemara halfway down, Ubahakisa, Hilule Vichingi. And on this side, uh, on, on our side, where there, was, where there was all the dancing, one side didn't know about the other side. So there was two sides of Turmalka. One side was being decimated. The other side, Pashat, had no idea what was going on because of all the music and all the sounds. And the Pasuk reads about this, Bilo Hashem, Bilo Chamal, as called Naos Yaakov. Hashem wiped them out. He was not compassionate for them, for the Naos Yaakov, for the beautiful ones of Yaakov. Kiyasa Rav, in Omer of Yochanan, Elu Shishim Ribo Ayaros. There were 600,000 cities, Shahayulo Liyana Hamelech Bahar Hamelech, the Yana Hamelech had within his region. To Amar Rav Yehuda Amarav Asi, Shishim Ribo Ayoro, Shahayulo Liyana Hamelech Bahar Hamelech, there were 600,000 cities, and each one of them had in them the number of people like the Yotze Mitzrayim, like the Torah sex says, 603,550. It's a loose reference, not a specific reference. Chutz Mishalosh, there were three cities which were much larger, they were double the size, Shahayyab Ben Kiflain, they had 1.2 million Kiyotze Mitzrayim. 
Eluhain, what were the name of the three very large cities in Yanai Hamelech's region? Kfarbish, Kfar Shichlaim, the Kfar Dicharya. What are all of these three names? For Kfar Bish, why the reason why it was called an embarrassment of a city was the Lo Yave Besa Ushbiza. They didn't have their their home open for guests. Kfar Shichlaim, why is it that they called the second large city with 1.2 million Shichlaim? Shaisa Parnasas and Me Shichlaim, it was a very Nebuch place. The, the primary uh, primary profession was uh, was farming cress and making sure that this lowly level of food was available to people. And Kfar why did they call this the village of men? Because Amar Rabbi first they'd have a boy, then they'd have one girl, Uposkos, and then they'd stop having children. And elsewhere in Chas, it does say that it's good to have a lot of girls, and uh, they were not able to do that. Amar Ula, Ula says, I actually saw one of these places. Forget about 600,000 people. It couldn't even handle 600,000 reeds. This place was tiny. So Amar Leha, who Mina, Mina said, You guys are a bunch of liars. You said it was so big. Now you're saying it's so small. Which one is it? Amar Le, Eretz Yisrael is unique because Eretz Tzvi, Ksibba, the land of Israel is compared to a deer. Matsvi, just like a deer, Matsvi Ze, Ein Oro as When the deer is alive, of course, it all fits in his skin. The second you start cutting the skin, it's it's impossible to restretch it back over the body. So just like Ze, Ein Oro Machzikas When the Jewish people are living there, then it always feels like there's space. Then Gamda. When it doesn't feel like the Jewish people are living there, when there aren't big numbers, then Gamda it feels constricted. These three greats, they were sitting together. Amre, and they had said, If anyone has heard Milsa, has heard anything about if anyone's ever heard about this city that's in Egypt, please say something. And we'll have three statements where people were giving um, some insights about of Mitzrayim. Here's the first one, two-thirds of the way down. So there's a story of a man and a woman who got engaged. They weren't fully married yet. They were just engaged. And then and they were then captured. And the Goyim told them that they could stay married. The problem is that they hadn't fully gotten married yet. There's no ksuba yet. And Amralo, she said to him, we have to recognize the godless here, and the Gemara will call it out. Please, my husband, please don't touch me. Because I don't have a ksuba. And this tzaddik of a man, he never touched her one time for the duration of their marriage. When, they finally, when he finally died, she said to those who were going to be masbid, you need to give a hesped for this one. He was, he was the person who mocked his Yetzir Hara even more than Yosef. Yosef was dealing with one isolated scenario. And he lived with me. We lived in the same house. He didn't sleep in her bed. He lived somewhere else. Baha'i, this husband of mine, Bechadamit, we lived in the same bed, but we never touched. Bilu Yosef, Lav Ishto. By Yosef, it wasn't his wife, Baha'i Ishto. And here, I'm his wife. We have a very, very, very close relationship. We just never touched each other. So that story showed that this city of Kfarschan, of Mitzrayim, had some tremendous tzaddikim in it. Pasach Idach, another person said, Va'amar Maisa, and he said the following story. There are measures of different coins. This was considered a good uh, a good uh, value for the coin, for the dinar. And then, once the, the value of the uh, of the mudios um, relative to the dinar dropped from 1 to 40 to 1 to 39, they were so 
in line with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that the second they saw this deviation, they knew that something was wrong in their community. Then they did some research and they found out that a horrible scenario had taken place. Listen to this. Av ubno shabo al nara meurasa beyom hakipurim. Wow, that is not kishmak. You have a father and son who violated a woman on Yom Kippur. That's so many different isurim in one time. It's it's why weren't they in shul? There's so many things wrong with this story. And you know what? If they would have if they would have been in shul, they would have been fine. You know, sometimes it's uh it's location, location, location. That's un- unbelievable. So they they did some research and they found out in fact that these uh, yechidim who had done this awful avera they viim lebezdin uskalum they were killed by skila because that is the appropriate punishment the chazer ashar lemekomo and then right away the market went right back up to the appropriate value unbelievable so yet more tzaddik came in the community uh, granted a few rishayim but the community was makbed that this behavior is unacceptable next pasach idach another story came up about kfar sechanya of mitzrayim. This man had wanted to divorce his wife. But in the beginning of their marriage, when he actually liked her, he made the ksuba very, very large. What did he do to try to get out of this? Another awful story from the people who lived there. But again, these were the these were the rotten apples, but mostly they were tzaddikim. He invited over all the guys. He gave them food, he gave them drink, and they all became inebriated. And then everyone was lying on the same bed. And he found the white of an egg and put it amongst the men and his wife who had been on that bed. And then he found Adam to testify that uh, apparently somebody, it was Shochev Sheikh Vazera, something, it looks like something happened over here. Ubala Bezit. So this was the case that was brought in front of Bezim. Um, there was a Talmud of Shammai Hazakin, Ubava ben Buta Shemo, and a well-known name to us. I have a tradition from my Rebbe, from Shammai. Loben Beitza soled min haor, v'shechvazera doche min haor. Loben, the white of, a, of the egg, soled, that actually burns from fire. V'shechvazera doche min haor, does not burn from fire, it's doche Either it uh, thins out, Rashi, and over here on the outer margin where Tosos normally is, Rashi says five lines from the bottom, it doesn't burn, it actually causes it to liquefy more and to absorb. And they checked it, and they found out that this guy who was trying to get out of his very high ksuba was actually lying. They brought him to Bezdin, they gave him Malkos, and they collected this very high cost of ksuba from him. So what do we see? That the standards of the community were very high. In all of these cases, we see that there were, of course, Yechidim who did terrible things, but the culture, the culture that they were in was an excellent culture. If most of the people who lived there were so righteous, my time we know that they were killed. Why did that? Why did they have such terrible uh, things happen to them? The city of Kfar Sechania says because they didn't feel the sense of avelus on Yerushalayim. There can be simcha, but there can only be simcha if you're misabla maleha first. That we have to have this mindset as well. We're in the three weeks. So a lot of us haven't shaved in a while. And um, that's uh, uh, the part of our reminders. But it's not just the external factors. We have to make sure that it internalizes as well. We have to make sure that we model it for ourselves and for our children and for the community around us. And the third story of uh, small things that led to very big problems was Ashka de Rispak, the wall of a chariot, Kharib Betar. 
This destroyed the city of Betar. What is this story? How the side of a chariot led to the destruction of Betar? So says the Gemara, eight lines from the bottom. Whenever a boy was born, they would plant a cedar tree on in his on his behalf. When a girl was born, they would um, they would plant a pine tree. And when a when they would get married to whomever they would marry, they would cut down these trees. And they would make a chuppah out of these trees that have been growing for, let's say, 15, 20 years. They had a much earlier marriage age than we do. So it says the Gemara, uh, one day, the daughter of the Caesar was coming through in her chariot, and Ispar Saka de Rispak, and the side of her chariot broke. So they are in charge of everything. And Katsu Arza, the Ailula, they cut a cedar tree, which didn't belong to them. It belonged to the family of some boy who was born. The cedar tree was larger at this point, and they and the Romans cut it down. So it says the Gemara, and people got got fixated on them, and the Jewish people uh, they they killed the daughter. <laughs> the Jews are fighting against you. They're rebelling. So then the Caesar came and complained and, and destroyed the city of Betar. As the Pasuk says, God that they were cut down with anger, Kol Karen Yisrael, all of the pride of Israel. There were 80,000 people who joined. Uh, who came into battle to conquer the city of Betar? There was so much blood that the blood flowed to the Yamagadol. And Shematomar Krovahaisa, you might have thought that the Yamagadol was actually close to where this location was in Betar. The answer is that it's not Rechoka Haisa meal. It was one meal away. I do always wonder when the Gemara does this three times in one page with the meal, what's going on? I don't know the answer, but it certainly pops off the page. We've had the reference to a meal three times in three completely different sugas. If you have any thoughts on that, we'd love to hear that. The Brisa says, Tanya, we have a Brisa, three lines from the bottom, then Zion and Manalef, Rabbi Eliezer, Agadol, Omer, Shnei There are two rivers that uh, fork uh, or actually get near each other by Bikas Yadayim, which is a location. Echad Mosheich Eilach, Echad Mosheich Eilach, one flows in each direction. A horrible estimation that it was a ratio of two parts water to one part blood. It was a massive amount of murder, massive amounts of murder. And again, this is an indicator of what was going on. Is it true? I don't know. But they only say it in dire, under dire circumstances. They managed to use, for seven years, they managed to take the vines that were in Betar and they didn't have to fertilize them once because there was so much blood. A very blood-rich ground. Awful. That's the story of Betar. Then Zion and Bez at the top are going to be going to, um, I think, the very last page, very, very bottom of the page. We'll stop when we get in trouble. Let's see. <laughs> that he managed to kill over 2.1 million people in this in this particular Bika. Of Yerushalayim, and in Yerushalayim, Harag Tishim ve'arba ribo, he killed nine hundred and forty thousand. Al Evan Achas on one stone, at Shahalach Daman ve'Naga b'Damash Zechariah, and their blood flowed up until it reached the blood of Zechariah. We haven't learned about the blood of Zechariah, but we will in a moment. Lekayim Mashin Emar. This is a fulfillment of the pasuk, granted a depressing one, a pasuk from Sefer Hoshea. V'damim v'damim Nagu. The two bloods touched. What's the story with Zechariah's blood? Seven lines down in Zayin. 
uh, he saw that the blood of Zechariah was uh, bubbling and moving around. It says the Gemara, Amar Lehu, so Nevuz Radon said to the people in, in, by the Beis HaMikdash, Mahi, what's going on with his blood? They lied and they said, eh, it's just a korban spill. Nothing. It's nothing. I see dummy. So he brought other bloods of korbanos, the loidmu, and they weren't similar because they weren't bubbling like the blood that really was Zechariah's blood. Amar Lehu, he picked up on the fact that they were lying. So Nebuz Radan gave them an ultimatum. Yam Risuli Mutav, if you tell me, I'll let you live. And if you don't tell me the answer to my question, I will rake your flesh with an iron rake. That's not a normal threat. Amri lay my name Allah. What can I tell you? Nivia uh, Hava, there was a Navi, and his name is Zachariah. Uh, and he came, sorry, let me read that again. Hava Bun, there was a Navi among us. who came to rebuke us with the words of heaven. At that time, they were serving uh, someone, a human being, as, uh, as if they were a deity. And Kamin on and the Jewish people at that time ganged up on the on the Navi, the Katlin on and the Gemara says, It's been many years. His blood has not stopped boiling in that time. Some of the Mephorshimir explain that it was 252 years later after Zechariah's death. So the people who were standing there telling the story, they were actually not the guilty party per se, but uh, the, the, the the older generation was certainly the guilty party. Omar Lahunu Vuzradan says, I will solve this problem. I will appease the blood of Zechariah. And this horrible trajectory of a story, it is just terrible. Uh, last of the middle width lines before the, the big lines. I see Sanhedre, Gedola the Sanhedre Katana. He gathered together the 71 people of the Sanhedrin Gedola and 71 of the, the 23 of the Sanhedrin Katana. Katal killed all of them on the spot. The Lonach, Zechariah's blood still boiled. Young boys, young girls, he killed them right there next to Zechariah's blood. I see Tinokos shall base Rabban, young little children. And Uzradan killed them too. And then he called out to Zechariah and he said, third of the way down, the, the most precious of yours I have already killed. Do you want me to wipe out everyone until your blood stops boiling? And once Nebuzaradan said that comment, the blood stopped boiling. But at that very same time, when he realized that there was something greater going on, that he could actually connect to the spirit of Zechariah and communicate with him, Nebuzaradan actually had here Hure Chuba, this guy who just killed all of the Sanhedrin Gedola, all of the Sanhedrin Katana, young boys and girls, little babies. This guy was a, an absolute sociopath murderer, and he had... He had here Huri Chuba, Amar. Uma'im al nefesh achaskach. If we see that Zechariah, his blood was boiling for 252 years and he was only one person. For me, he's referring to himself, I've killed so many people. So Nevuzradan left. Orak, Ozal, he left and he left a note for his family. Shadar, Shtar, Pratatad, Bevese, V'igayir. He left a love note for his family, left instructions for his family, and he was Megayer. Tana, we have a brisa that speaks about this four lines into the wide lines. Naaman ger toshav haya, nevuzradan ger tzedek and this is great. Mibnei bonav shel haman, lomdu Torah bivnevrak. What a great line. 
I understand that there was a lot of bad things that happened during the times of Haman. But the fact that his children were Rabbeim, his grand, his aunts, his descendants, I should say, were teaching Torah and Bnei Brak is incredible. And they were teaching in Yerushalayim. His descendants, who were the descendants of Sancher that taught Torah? Shmaya ve'avtalyo. And then the Gemara says, This is what is written, what is meant when it is written, but we need Rashi here, just going back uh, to understand what this Pasuk is talking about. Rashi is three lines from the top of the page. Going back to the blood of Zechariah, which we've taken a little bit of a, of a tangent from. In regards to the blood of Zechariah, it says, that this blood will never be absorbed. It's on a rock. It will constantly sit there to make sure that everybody knows that what they did to you is not acceptable. And about uh, eight lines into the very wide lines, the Gemara Darshan's a Pasuk, and these drushos don't align with the context in which, in which this Pasuk is found. Uh, for that, you'll need to look in the Rishonim. The Pasuk says, Akol kol Yaakov hayodayim and says the Gemara, Hakol, when the Pasuk says, Hakol, ze Idrainus Kesar, Shaharag Balachsandra Shal Mitzrayim, Shishim Ribo Al Shishim Ribo, Kiflaim, Kiyotzim Mitzrayim. He killed 1.2 million people in Alexandria, all Jews. And when the, that was the word Hakol. And then it says, Kol Yaakov, Ze Aspinus, Aspesinus, that's Vespasian, Kesar, Shaharag Bikrach Betar Arba Meos Ribo. There were uh, 400 Ribo, which is 4 million people, because it's, uh, it's 400 times. 10,000. 40 million people. Either way, he killed a lot of people, and there were a lot of people in Betar. And then the rest of the Pasuk says, This is the Russia, which is a, a reference to Rome. What? I do. I just skipped it. I did. Sorry about that. No, we there's I, there actually are a bunch of differences today. Uh, we'll see at the bottom of the page. But you're, thank you for catching that. Zumalchus Harashaa. This is talking about the Roman government, the evil Roman government. They destroyed our home. They burnt our heichal. and ended up exiling us from our own land. about this pasuk If there's a prayer that's working, it's because there's a yid somewhere who's uh, saying that prayer. And on the flip side, that if there's a war and it's being won, it's probably being fought by Esau. says the Gemara. Um, this right here, when it says is also responding to a much earlier comment. This comment is referring all the way back to Kamso Bar Kamsa. To Amar Rebelazar, Rebelazar quotes the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Bishot Lashon and it says the Gemara, how do we understand this Pasuk? Lashon and Rashi here, six lines down, says, With the fighting of the tongue, you shall hide. In other words, that's obviously a very terrible thing uh, because uh, it led to a huge battle that was Kamsa Bar Kamsa. If Bar Kamsa and the Balabais, who he was having a fight with, would have just spoken uh, words of calm, we, we wouldn't have been, I don't know what, what things would have looked like now, but it would have been a major difference. What does the Pasuk mean? According to the Shla, just like we have a requirement to say Shira Malos on Shabbos and Yontif, we also have a requirement to say Al Naros Babel during the week. This is not a Chiddush, it's in most ventures, or at least it should be, because that's how the Shla wrote it. 
So it says the Gemara that in this Pasuk, it says, Al Naharos Bavel, Sham Yoshabnu, there we sat, Gambochinu, we cried as well, Bizachreinu as Tzion, remembering Tzion, which had, of course, already been destroyed. Obviously, if David wrote Al Naharos Bavel, which he did, it must be that a Kodesh Baruch who showed David Benevua about the Chorban Bayes Rishon and the Chorban Bayes Sheni. Chorban Bayes Rishon, Shinemar Al Naharos Bavel, Sham Yoshabnu, Vigambochinu. So the first one said Bavel, the second one said B'nai Adom, and that's how David knew, because he wrote both of these Pesukim, that uh, David was clearly given B'nevua, the fact that in the future there would be two Batei Mikdash that would be destroyed. We don't know if it was said in the early Amorim or if it was written in a Mishnah. Another awful, horrendous story. 400 children were captured and they were put on a boat. And everybody, the kids even knew what they were being, uh, what they were being desired for. The girls were being desired to be Pilakshim and the boys were being desired for, uh, for Mishkav Zohar. And they kind of knew, they kind of caught what was going on. So says the Gemara, Amru, im anu tovim bayam, anu bayin l'chai ha'olam haba. Okay, like you imagine? This is like the stories from 9-11. If I jump, will my wife be able, right? Like all these horrendous stories. So these little kids, just imagine their emuna. These little kids are on the boat and they're talking amongst themselves. If we die, if we commit suicide and jump into the ocean, will we get to go to Chayolam Abba? So Darsh Lainagadol Shabahen, the oldest of them, how old could he have been? I don't know. The oldest of them, Darsh and the Pasuk. The Pasuk reads, Amar Hashem mi Bashan Ashiv, Ashiv mi Mitzulos Yam. Mi Bashan Ashiv, mi Bain Shine Arye Ashiv. From the teeth of the lion, I will return you. Mi Mitzulos Yam, who will be the ones who are saved? Elu Shetovim Bayan. Namely, if you jump into the water, you will be saved. Namely, you'll get you'll get to go to Olam Haba. Listen to the Amuna. Kevin Sheshamu Yaldos Kach. Once the girls heard this, Kaf Sukulim V'Nafel This is uh, this is the Kach of an of an Isha. That man, we don't where our brains are not like this. They have a, a greater level of Amuna Pshuta in general. So Nasa Yeladim, the boys made a the boys needed Lamdus. So the boys made a kalvachomer first. So it's a kalvachomer ba'atzman ba'amr. Here's what they said: Mahalalu, if the girls are committing suicide and they're going to earn olam haba shadarkan lekach kach, because it's normal for a man to sleep with a woman. So anu, we are we are men. Shein darkenu lekach. It's not normal for us to have tashmish in this way because it's mishkav zachar. Alachas kama vekama. So once they calmed their amuna with the svara, they too jumped in the water. Afheim kafzu lesochayam. Ve'aleim akasiv omer. About them, the Pasuk says, This is something that we have seen replete throughout our history, that there are so many times that we have been nothing short of sheep to the slaughterer, and this is yet another one of those cases. Other drushes on this Pasuk of, We know the story of the mother and the seven sons. I cried when I learned this Gemara this morning and when I did Chazara on it. I know I've heard it a thousand times. I don't know what was wrong with me, but it's uh, it's it's horrendous. I know, just uh, it's horrendous. Asiu lekama lekame de Kesar. The oldest son came in front of the Caesar. Amrule, flach lavodazara. Serve this avodazara. Amar lo, the oldest son said, Kasu batar nachia Hashem elokecha. Avku vekadlu. They took him out and they killed him. 
The second son was brought before the Caesar. What are you talking about? I'm never going to serve an idol. Crazy. Second kid killed. They brought out the third. You need to worship Avodazar. He said back to them, you can't uh, you can't do anything to other gods. You're not allowed to do that. So those people, uh, he, he also was going to be killed. So Avku v'kadlu. Asiu leidach nexan. Amar lehu plach lavodazara. Serve avodazara. Amar lehu katsu batar. Lo sishtach avel alacher. Not happening. Avku v'kadlu. They killed him. Asiu leidach. They brought out another kid. Amar le plach lavodazara. Amar lehu ksiv batar. Shmais vel Hashem alakin. Hashem echad. Avku v'kadlu. Everybody quoting a pasuk. Asiu leidach. Another child is brought forward. Amar le. They said him plach lavodazara. You need to worship an idol. There is nobody else. I'm not, this thing is garbage. I'm not bowing down to it. Yet another child. They said to him, we're never going to switch out a Kaddish Baruch Hu for another God. Kaddish Baruch Hu made a promise to us. We're always going to be His Am Hanivchar. He said, I'm going to throw my ring down, my signet ring, and you'll go and pick it up. Everyone will see what's going on. And they'll just say, oh, yeah, he's just, uh, you know, he's kneeling in front of the king. No problem. Uh, this one opens his mouth and he says, you are being ridiculous. There's a 0% chance this is happening. The way you treat yourself, uh, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu should get even, even greater treatment. And I'm not doing this. They were about to take him out. And then the mother chimes in. Amr al she says to them, Ime, she says, bring him to me. Let me kiss him. Let me give him a little kiss. When you get to the heavens, I want you to go find Avraham and say, You had one child, and I sacrificed seven. Afhi also the gag mesa. She too passed away from what happened. She died. This is a mother who, of her children, she is very happy because they uh, all died out Kiddush Hashem. One last piece of Gemara that isn't quite as depressing, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Amar, Zumila Shanasna Bishmini, because although it's still depressing, just a different kind of depressing, that uh, there are Nebuch, there are cases, uh, doesn't today, it's exceedingly rare, of cases of babies who, uh, who are nifter from it. That's what the Pasuk means when it says, that and one more when you're learning you shouldn't bring a knife close to yourself to sample what the shechita would look like you're allowed to show any halacha and using your body as a, as the parable except for shechita and davar acher Rashi at the very bottom on the inner margin davar acher tzaras because there is a danger that they could jump onto you. Uh, sorry, skipped a line. And lastly, three lines from the bottom. Maybe the Pasuk means it's talking about people 
who um, who really kill themselves for learning Torah, which of course doesn't mean to kill themselves. That when a person commits themselves to learning in the most serious of ways, um, then uh, they're in the category of Memis Atzmo Alehem, and that's a beautiful thing that puts you in the category of Adam Kiyamus Ba'ohel, of learning Torah with intensity. We'll stop right here. Mir Tashem tomorrow night. We'll pick up with whatever we can possibly pick up, hopefully a blot and a half. Wishing you all a beautiful night.